0: And we're back. Another episode of Talking Maiden.
1: The podcast of the beast. How you doing, Nesbitt? I'm doing good.
0: Fantastic. Doing so good. this is uh, episode two of 36. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> at the rate we're going, we got a lot to break down. It's taking its time. But yep. today uh, today we're going to dig into uh, second track, Strate- Stratego.
1: Stratego, yeah. I hope yeah. I didn't sound too negative on the last track last week, but uh, I always I try am. to be... I guess a a positive person, but uh I guess that there were some things about that track that kind of uh, when I got talking about it, I didn't realize until I got talking about it that like some of the things about it
0: Yeah I wasn't so hot things. on Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with, with when you analyze something or when you break things down in detail, you, you by very nature you can't just spend the whole time going, Oh, that's amazing, that's amazing. Like you yeah. need to give different opinions on it. But I think at the end you you more or less said, Look okay, look, this is a pretty highly rated It's just that yeah. your standards for maiden are so high. Well, that's I the be, thing
1: too. My yeah. standards are so high, and even, you know, most maiden tracks go from like a seven to a ten. So, that's totally <laughs> even. That. One of their worst is, uh, you know, well, you know, not the apparition, but <laughs> everything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, absolutely. So, yeah, we 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 uh, at the end we kind of gave it a a good score if we were to rank it at a ten. And yeah. we don't we don't really rank
1: tracks at a no, ten too much anymore, but. uh but it's we, a solid track, like, and I'm, yeah. I'm happy we covered it. I'm, I think we're very fair to it. I think so, too. So. I think so, too. I
0: learned a fair bit about it, too, and I, I find, you know, I still got the, the keyboards bouncing around in my head a bit. And, <laughs> the mixed you know, stuff, yeah. In The mixed stuff, yeah. So well, should we dig into a beer and then get Let's back do into it. that? Do not spend
2: your time worrying about those wasted beers.
0: Yeah, so today we're doing a O'Hara's Irish Stout Nitro. Yeah, that's awesome. That looks yeah. really good. I don't I've, I've had been this. drinking
1: a lot of these. They're uh, as good as Guinness in my books. When, when you're talking about cans. When you're talking about cans.
0: When you're talking about cans. Okay. All right, I'll let that go. Mm-hmm. I got to say, though, Stout Can Technology...
1: Oh, Oh, yeah, I know.
0: Fantastic.
1: It's like a proper pint.
0: It is. It's really, really good. And it's not long, not long till we're in Ireland. That's true. And then we'll get to actually have a proper pint.
1: Uh, That hits the spot. I do love this uh, O'Hara's stout. It's tasty. So uh, you were talking about the mix earlier. Mm. And it's funny because people have been complaining with the mix, um, like, nonstop and uh i remember when the first single came out and it was on youtube and online and everyone was complaining about like the mix and stuff and uh, i it, i it reminded me of this clip that i heard this is bruce when he was uh, on an interview talking about that exact thing
3: i want to listen to it on the way that most people are going to end up listening to it you know which is on spotify or wherever i mean you know it's gonna there's gonna be a better version which is going to be you know the version that's you know that that they can actually buy and obviously there's vinyl and stuff like that and and that will all sound you know markedly uh you know better than the all the stream stuff because at the end of the day digital is okay but it's it has different very different quality levels as you know anybody knows who um uh, who listens to things on YouTube, you know, stuff gets put on YouTube and it makes me laugh when people comment on the sound. They're like, Oh, I don't like the mix of this. It doesn't sound very good. It's like, well,
0: duh. <laughs> I don't know. That might be a bit of a cop out. I, I got to say the, um, you know, when he said buy it and then the vinyl, is there an opportunity to, is there a different mix flack or something you can get somewhere? Cause I don't think there is.
1: There is um, like uncle music had on their website you could buy the FLAC files but i don't know i don't pay too much attention to like lossless but there is
0: yeah because now i I gotta i gotta come clean i really haven't listened to vinyl much i've been listening solely on spotify so i'm totally you know i'm here and one of the reasons is because i got that special edition vinyl And for the longest time, I didn't want to open it. (laughs) You know, I don't know why. I I do this thing with Maiden, which is where, like, I I keep my albums in the original case for a while. And then I open them up a little later when they're... Sometimes I open them right away. Sometimes I keep them and open them at the right time.
1: See, as soon as I get mine, everything, even if I get something rare, I open it and just play the shit out of it. Yeah. I just open it and play it right away because I'm not one for, like, saving things, you know, unused in a collection. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. I figure like if you're gonna spend that much money on like getting something like that, you might as well use it and enjoy it.
0: So. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't know. For me, I like to pick the right time and open it, and it's not always when I buy it. So I actually do have a couple of uh, live albums over there that that I bought recently and I haven't opened. I think I still got that. You know, uh, was it in part of the clouds? What's what's the name of that? that 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 record day? I don't think I've opened that one. Oh, you haven't. Opened I, that I, yet? I, I okay. went through yours because you opened yours. Uh, so I was like, I want yeah, hey, to keep mine in. Uh,
1: the Nico interview yeah. and everything, yeah. Okay, so you haven't listened to that yet. No, no, I'm not one for like, I am a collector, but I'm also not one for like keeping stuff sealed or anything like that.
0: Yeah, you're right. It never gets experienced then.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I'm not buying it as like an investment to sell someday. It's like, I
0: don't know. I don't know. In the in the lead up to this, <laughs> just 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 recently, I opened a, I opened up the a vinyl. And I went through and I repackaged everything, you know, the whole process where you have to use oh, the yeah. internals and then you have to, it's a triple disc, so you have to, you have to get the case over it perfect. And I, I even do that thing now where I take like the little, you know, little plastic stickers on the wrapping and I, I get them off and then I put them on the, on the case. So oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've got that done, you know, I, I, I don't know. It just goes back to my days. Yeah, Well, not really. <laughs> not like you, but it goes back to my days collecting comic books. I like to keep it in mid-condition.
1: Own Mint, yeah. yeah. Well, I try to, try to keep it in good condition, but I mean, it's going to show some wear and tear. Oh, that. it has to. So uh, you just opened it. What do you think of this uh, album cover and the whole theme of the, the Sinjutsu album? Okay.
0: <laughs> I love it. I think it's fantastic. Um, but that said, like, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I put it up there with, with Book of Souls. It's on the same level. It's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, some of the art, you know, the, the Eddie on the front, the Eddie on the back of the fold... Uh, yep. It's fantastic that that you know up front face Eddie there. It's just like yeah, the f- yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Some of the inner art is just kind of simple, but the the Eddie himself. Well, it's still- the
1: two different two different uh, artists. Yes. Oh, right. is it? So Mark Wilkinson did the like the covers, the front and back cover, and the Eddie's on the inside. It says uh, in collaboration with 3D artist Michael Noland. And if you go on Mark Mark Wilkinson's website, there's some pretty cool pictures. If you want to see it, like, without the logo, there's some high-res images of those, you know, those Eddies from inside the the booklet. It's pretty cool. And the simpler stuff that you're talking about, the more, like, stylized, the snakes and the, uh, what's the other thing that's in there? There's, like, these Eddie masks and helmets. That's Alberto Carantes, who we talked about before. He does a lot of Maiden tour stuff. So this is Mark Wilkinson, right? So he did uh, The Book of Souls, and it's very similar, you know, the black background. I think Book of I like Book of Souls album cover a lot better, though. To me, that to me is just like classic.
0: Eh, I think The Book of Souls is, is, is classic, and it's classic now because it's been around for eight years for you, whereas this one hasn't.
1: But when it came out to me, it, like, harkened back to, like, the first Army Numb with just Eddie looking at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this one, a lot of people are saying, like, why didn't they use the inside art as the cover? Like, that three-panel pagoda battle scene from the Gatebold vinyl. But, yeah. I don't know, that was inspired by the salt marshes of the Shotley Peninsula, by the way. But uh, it's an amazing piece of art, but I think it'd be too busy. Like, I like Eddie being front and center. I like the simpleness of just having the Eddie on the cover. And I do like I do like the samurai Eddie. I think he's pretty cool. When I first saw him in the Writing on the Wall video, I was like, This is a cool idea for an Eddie. Yeah. And like you always talk about, it, it kinda ties back to the made in Japan, that samurai Eddie with the samurai sword. That's right. So it's 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 kinda cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think he's this Eddie is such a cool Eddie. I mean, he, he, he does kind of look and feel like the Book of Souls Eddie to me. You know, obviously the the features are different, but it's just, it, it's so consistent. And, uh, you know, I, I absolutely love the detail on the armor the, and, on the, and on the blade. Just like, don't you want to have a samurai sword? Like, when you really love to...
1: Distressed. I know it's, yeah. it's, it's, he has a cool Eddie. I like, he has like that face paint on and stuff. And
0: yeah, he looks angry. He's not your, uh, he's not your, you know, Easter bunny version of uh, Eddie. You know, this, this he's actually scary.
1: Right, and that goes back to a few episodes ago. I was talking about some of the tour merch where it's like Eddie's kind of silly. He's like a cartoon character almost. Yeah. But this is like an angry, scary Eddie, kind of like the old 80s Eddies, you know what I mean? Totally. Now, I know there's always like the odd one here and there that were kind of like lighthearted, but like an album cover, Eddie was always kind of a badass. And uh, I like that they're keeping him that way, you know? Yeah, I'd put For the art, sure. I'd,
0: I'd rank the art pretty high. The, the one thing, though. The one thing I can say that that I don't like about the album art is because it, it's black. Again, it doesn't differentiate itself enough for Book of Souls. So when you look at the albums in order, or you stack them next to each other. It's kind of it. It feels like a different version. Yeah, you know what I can I mean? see that. Yeah, yeah. But Whereas, then
1: you also have the early uh, Iron Maiden things that are all kind of like yellow. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So they all kind of blend together in a way. That's true, especially when you're talking about singles. So
0: that's true. But if you look yeah. at like. The the Made in Japan, which is, you know, one of my favorites. It's near and dear to my heart. Um, Just the color of that, even though there's no real... um, And i was sure I saw someone did a CD version or something came out. Maybe it was a bootleg with a samurai. But, you know, he just has the samurai sword. But uh, I really love that. And, you know, obviously they wanted to do a Japanese concept in more detail. And this was an early... Uh, concert that, you know, they threw a samurai sword on and a little bit of Japanese writing made in Japan. That was basically it. But I would have liked a little bit more of a tie together between the two because I, I think so highly of the made in Japan that it would have yeah, been great. A callback. Yeah, Yeah, it would have been better. Yeah. But I, I don't see it if it's in there other than the fact that there's a samurai sword on both.
1: Yeah, because, I yeah. mean, the Eddies don't look anything like each other. Nothing. But uh, Mark Wilkinson, so... I've got a quote from him too. He says, Maiden's management sent me the title first and then a mood board from Steve. He emailed me a few pages of reference pictures, pictures collaged together. There were samurai warriors and creatures from Japanese oni mythology. Ogres with one or more horns growing out of their heads plus an extra set of fangs. Kabuki mask, tattoos, a Japanese water dragon, all sorts. It was up to me to interpret it. So basically, Steve sent him a bunch of cool ideas to inspire him, and uh, he did those two covers. He did the uh, the the front and the back. The one that we the front and the back. Yeah. Yeah. The the close up of the face and the one of him with the sword. Yeah. As options, and then I think Steve Harris was like, you know, why don't we use both and make like a double cover, one on the front, one on the back? So that's kind of what they did. So pretty cool.
0: The one thing I would say is, is on some of the other art, like inside the, uh, you know, the what do you call these sleeves that hold the disc? Yep. There's some more versions. And it almost feels like digitally rendered, like almost gameplay.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's uh, Mark Wilkinson. And it says, in collaboration with 3D artist Michael Nolan. Wow. So Michael Nolan is a 3D artist. He was oh. actually the lead character artist for the video game The Last of Us.
0: Okay, okay, that makes sense
1: so it's a yeah it's a yeah i mean it's a, it's a cool concept and there's a lot you can dig into i don't know how i would rate it above okay so remember we did opening tracks yeah i will go through these really quick go ahead you tell me if you think yeah. Sinjitsu is better or this is better yes iron maiden oh it's
0: so iconic
1: iron Maiden's my favorite album yeah. gonna get yeah. that yeah killers
0: uh Killers is is it's killers a, is a second twick twist on uh, the Iron Maiden iconic. I mean, I almost think of the Killers first. Obviously, I have a Killers t-shirt I love. Um so I go Killers. Yeah. What about Number of the Beast? Number of the Beast. I mean, that's just iconic, you know. It's <laughs> like you can't you can't compare that now.
1: And Peace of Mind, Power Slave, Somewhere in Time. Peace I of Mind. They're
0: all, they're all really better. good. Somewhere in Time. Um, is just is awesome, obviously. Yeah. Um, peace of mind is pretty basic cover, you know. It's not yeah, it, the it's cover's classic, not the, the Eddie with the, with the it is classic straight jacket, but, but just look at this
1: and the more impactful I think the design yeah. of it. Um, I mean,
0: I'm not arguing that the peace of mind is not <laughs> awesome, but I'm you know, um, I mean, I also
1: think Seventh Son is a better album cover.
0: Yeah, Power Slave album yeah. cover is. Like, there's better Power Slave art than that album cover. You know, the way I envision yeah. Power Slave, you know, from all the tour stuff and everything else okay. and the live yeah, yeah, discs. Yeah. and It's not my favorite version. So, but would I put it ahead of them all, probably just due to familiarity, then you get into the darker periods. But right. Seven Sun so No is Prayer.
1: I think we would both yeah. agree that Sinjitsu cover is better than the cover of No Prayer.
0: Yes, I would. I would probably. I would just let's just rattle ahead. I would go through all of the discs up until, and I'd probably put it ahead of Dance to Death, A Matter of Life and Death. But even then, one thing I don't. I, I don't love the cover. It's Dark Tank. So rattle through the Blaze albums. No Prayer and fair.
1: Fear of the Dark. I think I would put Fear of the Dark above this album cover, and same artist, same Mark Wilkinson. You would. I like put... the fear. I feel like the Fear of the Dark album cover. I don't like that the maiden is on like going up and down on the side, but yeah. I think. The image of Eddie in the tree is more of a impactful image.
0: I don't know. It's, maybe, this, it's, maybe it's just my my opinion of that album that covers colors me on it. But
1: X Factor and Virtual Eleven and Brave New World, I think Sinjitsu might be a better album.
0: Better cover. album, better album cover. And Brave New World, I always loved it, but remember we broke down that basically it's like yeah, you know, it's it's a <laughs> dance of
1: death, obviously.
0: Yeah, boo, the yeah. worst. <laughs> the can we agree that's the worst album cover? Yes,
1: or- I think so for sure.
0: Ooh, you know i don't know
1: also a matter of life and death i think other only that eddie isn't prominent enough on it i that's a toss-up with this album yeah
0: it's such a different feel though and we love military themes like that so i don't know i, I can't and say then no.
1: you get final frontier and book of souls
0: final frontier is that is a weird eddie
1: it is weird i don't know if i like it better or worse. oh my god
0: this. there's no way that that the final frontier eddie compares <laughs> to sujitsu eddie like forget the albums yeah, I that's think you're right. Space alien compared to this awesome samurai. It's so
1: different, though. It's such a unique thing, right? Like, yeah, that's uh, kind of cool. I don't know. And then we just talked about Book of Souls. I think I like Book of Souls better. Yeah. So when you rank it up with all the album covers, but I mean, then a lot of these album covers are ten out of tens, and you're talking, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's it might not be as good as most Maiden covers, but yeah, I a can lot I can covers confuse covers on the Book of Souls are so too.
0: I get confused on the Book of Souls because I always think of the live disc the live chapter and, you know, although I, I always think oh, okay, I'm not including
1: folds. any live. Buttons. No, I know. Talking about the studio
0: I know, but yeah. whenever I think about the art, I always think about the, you know, um, all of it together, which is why, like for me, power slave is just, you know, I think about the sets and the, so it all kind of comes together for me. Whereas like dance to death, there's no real visualization in my mind. Yeah, well, there there is
1: the, yeah, I know what you mean though. There's yeah, the,
0: there was that there was a live album there, but you know what I mean? It's just, it, yeah. I, I think of it in the totality. And for me with this, you know, the Eddie was really good at the tour. The background stuff was good. We haven't seen the full half tour that's coming up. So there's right. still some potential for me for this Eddie to even become better, which would change how you view him in the context here.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Because like, I don't think of Live After Death album cover and think of Power Slave. I think of when I'm talking about cover art, like I don't tie any of, I am just thinking studio album covers. And I don't tie any of this tour stuff into how I feel about the album cover.
0: Oh, I always link it all up.
1: I never do. Okay. Mm. That's why, yeah. we're,
0: uh... <laughs> that's why we disagree on things
1: <laughs> yeah. anyway we both we both like the yeah. Shinjitsu album cover
0: Yeah, start your start your next podcast with someone who agrees with you on everything <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, I've got a, a quote from uh, Bruce he says let's face it we've plundered a few cultures over the years with Eddie we had a Mayan Eddie and we had a sci-fi one we had a space monster Eddie, an Egyptian Eddie a mummy Eddie, we actually did have Eddie with the samurai sword on the Maiden Japan EP but that was years and years ago Band has always been quite popular in Japan, which is a pretty exotic place, a very rich samurai history. But most of the songs are unrelated, so it's like it's not a concept. Hmm. It's uh, I have another quote from Steve. He says, Steve picked that as the title track. I don't know why, but he suddenly got bitten by the Japanese bug. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, it's just, uh, like I said, it's not a concept album. None of the songs have to do with anything. It's just typical Maiden. They have a song one song that ties into the album cover yeah and, that's the, t- and the title track. you know what i mean like i know and then we'll go through track by
0: track and i'll argue for hours about how it's a theme and then you'll <laughs> say no it's not they said it wasn't
3: i am blaze bailey you're listening to talking maiden the podcast of the beast possibly the best podcast in the world
2: i'm running out of my time I'm
1: so we did track one last, the album opener last episode. Yep. Track two coming out. So you're coming out of uh, Sinjutsu. And then in case you are kind of like, this doesn't sound like the Maiden I know and love. They hit you with uh, some classic, uh, the, you know, this one's for the 80s Maiden fans. The gallop is there. You're back in familiar Maiden territory. Stratego. Five minutes, four minutes fifty nine seconds. Yannick, Yannick, and Steve Harris.
0: Yeah, it it's it, and it's and it's a banger too, right? It just gets going. Oh, yeah, and it, it and gets it, in there and yeah. Oh man, great solos, f- you know, fantastic lyrics, great pace. Bruce is excellent.
1: I yeah. can't say and enough. Short, short and sweet for yeah. by Maiden standards. I mean, some bands five minutes would be a long song, but for Maiden, this is short and sweet. And like, it was one of those songs that was like one of my early favorites. And it kind of got outshined by some of the other tracks as I was listening to the album, but like it kind of came back after the newness wore off of like some of the slower growing tracks. And it's just yeah, it's still one of my favorite tracks on the album.
0: Yeah, and it's got such it's a awesome. it, it's got such a clear like because you know, Sujutsu does run long and then it's got this yeah. this clear opening and it just like it tweaks the track and it just totally like kind of, you know it, it just changes and then all of it's a sudden a cool, you just, yeah yeah
1: it's a cool one two punch
0: yeah so it is it is know. it really rounds really out the 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 uh, the the first part of the album I gotta say it's, it's it's fantastic
1: yeah it's pretty cool um you know the maiden gallop is back so I mean there's no sign of that at all in the like there's nothing no sign of any really classic maiden in that first track. And then they hit you with this one, and uh, you get the Maiden Gallop. So in case you are uh, <laughs> stumbled on our podcast and never, uh, never heard Iron Maiden before and don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> this is the Maiden Gallop.
0: How do you read a madman's mind?
1: <laughs> well, that was a uh, a compilation, maybe too long of a compilation, of uh, a bunch of Maiden songs that have gallops in them. And I mean, a gallop is an eighth note followed by two sixteenth notes, I guess, or something like that. Some of these maybe technically weren't gallops from Rime of the Ancient Mariner or Another Life, Duelist, even Children of the Damned. I'm not sure if they're technically gallops, but, uh, you know, so as being very liberal with what i call the gallop i think there's some people could say that's some of these are technically not but they had the feel of a gallop so i just put them in there
0: yeah do you know what when i when i think of the maiden gallops do you know what i picture
1: what's that someone on a horse no
0: yeah, well well no you know and, and uh, <laughs> i always often yeah do think about that but i think of harris the way he leans forward right oh, yeah. and he just and he just like starts you know i, I it's just what i pictured my mind you know sometimes yeah. he like he uses like his base sort of, like machine gun almost but it's like but he's it, it's not even that he's leaned up he's leaned forward and he's just like going and it's just i don't know i always find he drives them
1: yeah it's it's it's, it's a very trademark thing of maiden and yeah. like i said some of those technically i mean i don't want to get emails from like people that play drums that are like those weren't technically gallops they're just this you know what i mean because i know yeah. some of them aren't when i was listening to them i was like this isn't really a gallop, but it's gallop, semi-gallops, let's say.
0: <laughs> yeah. The point is, is it's a it's a, it's a common type of feel that, that persists throughout Maiden music that we all love,
1: and that right. drives us. And it's and a it's, classic thing. And it's absolutely. in this song, "Stratego." So when you hear the song, the gallop is back. Yeah. You know, everything is right in Maiden world. If you're like an 80s Maiden fan listening to this album, and you, you listen to that first track, and you're like, I don't know about that one. Yeah. And this one comes like... I don't know how people could like have anything negative to say about the song and this is like really great the chorus on this song is super catchy So yeah, that chorus is so cool. I love that the ocean is black, the devil's track looking beyond beneath the sea. That's cool.
0: I know. And I love when it said before you were ever born. I love that <laughs> that, that always out of the
1: storm, yeah. Yeah.
0: That always appears in like metal songs where they're like, you know, you wish you were never born or before you were even born, <laughs> some ancient concept. No, and he's fantastic and Bruce's pace and vocals on this are fantastic. Oh yeah. yeah. It's funny,
1: when this song when this album first came out, um, I remember putting on my headphones and getting on my bike and i biked out to cape spear which if you're not from we're from newfoundland and cape spear is the most easterly point in north america yeah was a good i don't know two hour bike ride to go out there and back and i remember when you're going out there you're coming down over some hills and it's just all you can see is like ocean and i remember it being like really dark and like it wasn't stormy but it was just one of those days when it was really dark it wasn't sunny and the ocean actually looked kind of, like, dark and black. Yeah. And I remember having my headphones on and, like, biking and seeing that, and it just, like, stuck in my mind. And now whenever I hear that song, I kind of, that kind of pops into my head. And it's kind of cool.
0: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so awesome.
1: Yeah. I also love at the end of the chorus when he sings, uh, he sings a line and there's this really cool echo on it. And then he kind of sings with himself and it's not a harmony it's just kind of like a, a, they doubled up the vocals but they they kind of sound at a sync but it, it sounds kind of cool i don't know if i've heard bruce sound like this before so uh yeah i just i love the echo on his voice and just the way you know the way that just rings out it's so cool sounding
0: yeah but that's not the only time like in a few later tracks i'll bring it up when we get to him but uh specifically like Lost and lost world they they, they're doing something with his vocals it's almost like a reverb or something i don't know if it's some some what do you call these it's not some auto-tune thing but you know it's like there's there's a a secondary echo, or it's 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 a weird note transition, but it's not like it's it's fixing bad. It's a it's a it's an effect.
1: Yeah, there there are yeah. some effects on the vocals when we get to that track. It's like yeah, this, we'll talk about that. But yeah, a, but uh, is that what they're doing heard, here, yeah. or
0: is that just because when I heard that I thought it yeah, was it's just, just...
1: An, it's an echo like put on the okay. voice. Okay, yeah. but then there is another vocal line like it's double tracked, so he's like singing yeah. along with himself in the studio. So
0: oh, okay, so they're laying a second vocal layer over it.
1: Yeah, after yeah, after that part, yeah.
0: Oh, okay, all right, that makes sense. Me, see, I never doubted him. I thought he was just doing it all himself, <laughs> real time, <laughs> real time, Brucey baby.
1: Oh, not just that part. Like overall, Bruce's whole performance on this song is just like great. I love it.
0: Oh man, it's fantastic. He just yeah, the melody it. he
1: came up with is just great. Like this is one of those catchy Maiden songs with the catchy vocal hooks. It's awesome. And there's that right before the final chorus. There's this cool. Breakdown transition sort of into the final chorus and uh it's kind of cool and this is what i meant when i said that stratego not stratego the f- title tracks in jutsu should have had like a little bridge or something to break it up a bit but like the way they do on this song with this part I, so I that's love, cool. Yeah. I love that little part where it like it gets a bit heavier and like it's a, it's a little bit of variety and it breaks it up a bit before you go right back into the course again. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I I don't know. I guess that's yeah. It, just, I, it gives some variety to the track.
0: Yeah, I find that uh, uh, like my favorite and that that's a perfect demonstration of it. My favorite thing in Maiden though is when they do do a solo or a transition or a bridge and it's like it's like the 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 car is going up the roller coaster. Yeah exactly And then you get to the top Right And then it's just like Boom And it's coming down Now he's going And they're all just Like That's It's so awesome And they do it so well Like you know um,
1: Well that's what makes the song So a powerful maiden song Is like They're really good At like building tension Yeah And then when they release the tension It's so like Cathartic And you're just like Yeah You know what I mean You want to like Raise your fist Yeah Yeah yeah. and I think that's part of my problem with the the track before this is it never had of that. The whole thing was like tension, and there was no release. You know what I mean? It's yeah, totally, totally. This
0: one, this one has the happy ending. it's yeah, exactly. got a happy ending. <laughs>
1: yeah, and we never talked about the solo in the song. Solo, very Yannick. Yes, like, it's you know can you can tell, like we always say, like Yannick wrote the song, and Yannick gets the solo, and like the solo is just great. <laughs> So it's, it's cool he's doing that like fluid thing like dave murray mm-hmm. but the his attack the way he can he hits the notes with his pick like it's you can tell it's yannick yeah. and then we saw him do it live and sure enough it was yannick and live the solo i just kicked ass <laughs> I don't know, like, I know Yannick gets a lot of, a lot of people don't give him the respect the other two guys do, but, like, yeah, I love Yannick in the band, man. He gives that dimension and that, like, that aspect yeah. to Maiden that wouldn't be there if he wasn't in the that's, band. But
0: that's that's an attitude. You know what? We, we, we carry these kind of things into our show. That's an attitude we hear at, like, concerts or, you know, you might hear on Reddit from people who are, like, not really into Maiden or they're just making a comment. But, like, I, very few of our listeners have ever emailed us about Yannick. Like, I don't think we've gotten any no, negative emails. No, it's,
1: it's... Yeah. That's true. But you get to realize that people listening to our podcast are mostly, like, huge Maiden Pretty fans. Pretty hardcore, like, yeah. Kind of, like, Maiden nerds like yeah. us. <laughs> but how many times have we been talking to someone who's, like, a casual Maiden fan, and they're like, they don't like Yannick, or they think Blaze is, like, the worst, or they... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we've even talked to people that don't like the Paul Diano stuff, because they're like, mm. you know... Well, it used to be like that when we started this podcast. You're yeah. Like, no Blaze, no Paldiano, just for Yeah. You know what I mean? So I guess it's... I, I okay.
0: definitely changed my opinion on that stuff, but I'm still pretty hardcore team Bruce.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, me too. You know,
0: actually, like... <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> not even not even a discussion. I mean, it's just, you know. But yeah, no, I I, I find that this solo is fantastic. It's a little short, but that's great because the song's so fast, and it's a perfect transition, yeah. and so quick and it is a very and we're only two tracks in and we've already had two really good Yannick solos right and that like yeah. it's funny because you know you, people do put him down in the band sometimes but like he comes in and and this is he wrote this song this is another one of these like tacking onto yeah. when you did in our first run with Talking Maiden, when you did the uh, breakdown of Yannick's contribution to the band people were floored yeah, by yeah i did
1: a list of all the did I play a compilation you of did. all the uh, Yannick songs? Yeah, you did. I which but
0: now, was. if if you were to do that now, I would put this song front and center.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Without Yannick, you'd be missing a big chunk of like yeah maiden what we call maiden classics or maiden at least maiden favorites with us. I don't know if you know. I know a lot of like what the hardcore listeners think yeah. are maiden classics. You know what? I I know I already played one compilation, a super long compilation earlier when I did the Gallup thing i'm gonna replay this uh yannick compilation these are all songs written by yannick gurz so without yannick you would not have any of these maiden songs there you go i would call those all classics modern day classics at least but speaking of yannick one thing i want to mention one thing about this song and this is the first example of it it's not actually because they did it on the, the the title track but it's very uh very front and center here and a lot of people are complaining about this on this album is that yannick playing along to the vocal melody so this is what i'm talking about
0: Peter Frampton over so, here.
1: <laughs> I know, but he like Bruce is singing, and the vocal line is doubled yeah. by a guitar. Um, a lot of people don't like that. I personally i I don't
0: mind it. I I I kind of see it as a feature of the song. It drives it. But I. But that said, yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on it first? Because I want to get to my next point on that one. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I kind of like it. It anchors the melody, mm. so Bruce can be a little more loose with the way he delivers the lyrics. Yeah. And when you hear him play this live, it does exactly that. Like it holds yeah. the melody and Bruce sings a little different and can kind of like go off a little bit on some vocal I don't know I wouldn't call them tangents. I don't know what you call them. Yeah. Um like here's a live clip of them doing it live.
2: Listen
1: So yeah, it's like it anchors the melody, so Bruce can kind of go off and sing a little bit. But this isn't the new thing for Maiden. I mean, there's countless examples of, uh, yeah. Maiden, you know, doing this. Particularly Yannick. Um, another is, there, do you think people will tolerate another one of my compilations? Here's a, a, a short compilation of uh, just that. <laughs> it's not really a new thing for Maiden to play along, you know, play the guitar line, guitar line along with the vocal melody. It's uh, for some reason, people seem to have a big problem with it on this album. I don't know why all of a sudden.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, I can definitely see the value there. I mean, it's, it, it adds a lot and it's interesting. The one thing I was going to say, and that that, you know, it goes back to, we talked about in the last episode with the mix. So one complaint I have about this song is it this song, I always end up turning up my volume?
1: Cranking it up to try to get I it crank
0: up. it up. And and then like when you when you were talking there about Yannick playing over it, I was like, is it sometimes is it just the vocal clarity? Or is it like not that, you know, you crank stuff up it becomes super clear, but I just it's also the intensity of this song. I always end up like I always end up going up like two notches on my volume and it's I don't know if it's just that one if it's is the mix off or is, is, is that something wrong? Or is that just, it's a banger of a track, Josh, and you just want to crank yeah. it up. You know what I mean? You know, it's, it's not a frustrating thing. I just always do it. And it's not like I'm frustrated, like, oh, got to turn it up. It's like, yeah. it just, it kicks in and I just want it louder. You know, I'm just like, yeah. yes, bring this on.
1: You know? But I think that's also a sign of a bad mix is if, that you have to crank it up to hear everything clearly. If it yeah. was, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, you shouldn't when you're have to. a power that. slave, you don't have to crank it up to like ten to hear everything. No. Like you can listen to that half quiet and still like rock out. Yeah, yeah. So it,
0: maybe it cranks itself up.
1: Well, everything cuts through, yeah. right? Like some of those early Martin Birch. Like, listen to Killers, and like the guitars just cut right through, and the vocals are crystal clear. So yeah. Maybe it is. I know it's funny that we spent like 10 minutes at the beginning of the last episode of me saying the mix isn't that bad and I don't know what everyone's complaining about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is everyone <laughs> and complaining? And now as we go through this album, all me and you are talking about is how the mix is annoying us. <laughs> yeah.
0: But sometimes as you as you talk through it, right, like that's, you know, it, that's what puts the weight on words is you have time to think and analyze them and, and talk about it. it. It might be a bigger <laughs> deal than than it was, but... I absolutely love this track. I think it's like yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's one of the best on the album. It's it to me. It's it's a. Uh, I I'd honestly put this in the top twenty Maiden Maiden track list. Maybe top twenty five. I'd put yeah, it up there. I
1: don't know. I, I haven't ranked any of these songs in my like, yeah. like, Maiden rankings yet, so I don't know where they'd come. One thing about this is that live, it really blew oh, me away. It's awesome. It sounded so great, and like the guitars live sound so amazing. Yeah, yeah. And Bruce. so yeah, just just uh yeah and bruce too but the guitars live and bruce really nailed it live and uh yeah after the, like live listening to sinjutsu which is a pretty cool opener but like mm. it didn't have that high energy and then to go right into this it's it's it was smart if they're going to open with sinjutsu to put this one second and same with the album to open with sinjutsu and then put this in i think it's it was pretty smart
0: yeah it's good i i hope it sticks around on the tour that's coming up. I don't see it moving. There's no chance they're taking this out.
1: Yeah, I think I think this is like a, a, going to be a staple. Yeah. Like, very much the way... I don't know.
0: If I fly to Ireland, and this isn't <laughs> <I'm> get <gonna>, That's <laughs> it, guys. We're going home. Forget it. We're going home. I'm not even, I'm not even bothered to go to the show in uh, Glasgow. Forget <laughs> it. We're out.
1: So, one thing we didn't talk about with the song is the music video. Oh, yes. So, yeah, the music video, animated. So it premiered on Adult Swim on their YouTube channel. Um, so Maiden has a history of doing, like, animated videos. Remember we were talking about those Camp Chaos videos? There's, like, Aces High, Number the Beast. There's a Wicker Man, Run the Tales, Flight of Icarus. And there's a Trooper. So there's, you know, it's it's nothing new for them to have an animated video it's just i don't know i was not a big fan of those ones because they were kind of like alternate videos yeah uh this one i don't know like i watched it when they did the live premiere i remember tuning in on purpose to watch it live and it was kind of hard work to through it again <laughs> it was just like yeah. i don't like the style of the video there's nothing really interesting going on like writing on the wall seemed like it had some sort of plot and there's all these easter eggs for fans in there and like you can tell a lot of work went into their writing on the wall video like a lot yeah um yeah. I, bruce was we know bruce was really involved in the writing on the wall video when we did that writing yes. on the wall episode there whenever we did it when the single came out like bruce you know he was really involved in it and i mean you can watch that one over and over again it's interesting yes. this one looks like maiden farmed it out and you know didn't really have any involvement and i don't know. It's, there's not a lot going on. It's all kind of slow, and I don't like the style of it. And I don't know nothing. Nothing about this video like excites me at all. And I rewatched it again before we did this episode, and I was just kind of like, uh. and I, I found it hard to get through. Not a big fan.
0: Okay, I got a, I got a couple of couple of comments yep. on this. It's another one of these. It does feel like fan art, you know? It's yeah, like,
1: it's official, but it doesn't feel yeah. like it's official.
0: Yeah, yeah, but but I'll go a step further. What is it we said previously? The last episode that we talked about the theme and 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 we got a little bit into it this time. But like this is not a Japanese theme. And then you know because oh, we you know we have jitsu and we named a track after and everything else standalone. Then they're like okay Spatigo, And then it's all Japanese art. Yeah, you're right. So it's like so it's like what are you doing? You, you know you're sucking and blowing at the same time. It's like <laughs> you know is it is, is it a is it a you know, Japanese album, and it's got to be a video, a Japanese video for all these songs, or not?
1: Yeah, I don't you know. know. I think maybe they were just like these people. It's called Blink Inc They're an animation studio yeah. in London. Um, they've done videos for like Elton John and The Weeknd and Ariana Grande and stuff. So they're like, they do animation for. Well, they do. I think they do all kinds of stuff, but they also do. Uh, well, it says. Uh, we are a world-class London-based animation studio. We create short-form video content with our partners in advertising, music, gaming, fashion, and broadcast industries. So I guess they do a bit of everything. Um, yeah. And it seems like they, you know, the writing of the wall video got made, and they're like, "Can you do a second one?" And they're like, "Okay, i will like whip you up something Japanese again." Or I guess the first one wasn't even yeah. Japanese at all. So. Oh yeah, because the writing. No, it yeah, wasn't.
0: Yeah, the writing on the wall was... I mean, and that's one... That's probably one of the only main videos I've watched a bunch. It might have been because of when it hit and yeah. everything. But the whole the whole parade of cars coming in, you know, all of the slovenly leaders. And it, it resonated, too. At the time, it felt like a real political yeah. thing, right? You know? And then, I, like, you know, as the video goes through, there's that protagonist and all, and all that stuff. But the, uh, the DJ... Yeah, the DJ was like, and, the, and all that stuff. There's some really iconic stuff in there, and that was like really high quality. Like that video, I'm not trying like to meant yeah. something,
1: and this video seems like it's yeah. almost like a, like you said, like fan art. So
3: I have a clip from Bruce Dickinson yeah. talking
1: about this music video.
3: So the idea was that um, it would be a game of shoji shoji is Japanese military chess. It's incredibly complex. We had input. Really, only in as far as we we simplified one or two aspects of the storyline, but we wanted to keep it um as enigmatic as possible, consequently, Eddie is not in it at all right until the end, and you realize that he's moving the piece and he's he's actually won
1: so that was from an interview with w x p n um but yeah, I think they had minimal involvement, so yeah. Like I said, Eddie's not in it until the very end. He's playing a uh, shoji against someone with blue fingernails. I don't know who he's playing against. <laughs> but the yeah. whole thing's like, oh, it was a board game the whole time. But it just, I don't know. I'm yeah. not a huge fan. Yeah, Maiden know. doesn't always knock it out of the park with like music videos. But, like, I don't know. I like the live performance stuff. And live performance with some of the stuff mixed in might have been okay. But, like, I don't know why they... Like, the writing on the wall, if you're going to make an effort and do a full-on video, then go for it because Mm. the results were great for that one. But this one, like, why bother if you're going to half-ass it? Why not just play it live and, I don't know, do a live video?
0: Yeah. It's interesting. It almost feels a little outdated. Like, you know, what are your goals with these things now, right? Like, videos used to be that that was the way we, you know, were watching much music or you know, whatever... Yeah, that's how you'd hear about new music was
1: when they debuted the music videos. But, like, now it's kind of like a thing on YouTube that nobody really cares about, but...
0: Yeah, um, but now what do we have? We have a world of, like, short videos that are echoed through social media ecosystems. And, like, if I was, you know, made it would be great to have, like, live shots and, you know, the Eddie and Intermix, that stuff. And, like, I'm not saying, you know, make a strategic video, you know, but focus focus any video content I think on like live and tour and if you're gonna have any type of animation or anything like that make it the actual in 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 concert animation that you know the stuff that they put up on the screens in the past and you know there's been a lot of stuff there but little bits like that tie it together that way just doing some like outsourcing a video to some company to go hey you know do something that like, why? why? I, know. I do It yeah, all. I know. It makes no sense to me. I mean, I'm not trying to be too negative. I was like, why am I watching a YouTube video yeah, here? And that's what I said. I watched like, it, it means nothing. the premiere, yeah. and
1: then I never watched it again. And then I watched it before yeah. we did this episode, and I was like, whew, this is uh, hard to sit through.
0: I know. And I'm here. I'm looking at this on YouTube. The official video's got 3.4 million views, but that was guaranteed 3 million views of people just listening to the song. Yeah, I mean, they could have the made a cool screensaver
1: right. video out of, what do you call those ones? A visualizer video. With the yeah. lyrics and like just the album art animated or something like I don't understand. Yeah.
0: Anyway. That old Windows 90 <laughs> screensaver where the where the where the cube is going around and it's going towards the corner.
1: Um, thumbs yeah. down on the video for me.
0: Yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, I I can't really rate these yeah. videos. I'm not I, rating I, it. I'm just saying I don't I, I I'm not impressed by it. But I I mean I you know I don't. I don't look at them anyway, right? So. But, it,
1: I mean, those past episodes when, that we did songs, and, like, we did The Wicker Man, and The Wicker Man was a cool video, and we had a lot yeah. to talk about. I mean, we talked a lot about that. Or uh, even From Here to Eternity, we, like, talked about that, uh, that video because it was, like, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's funny,
0: you know, when we grew up in, uh, well, when I grew up in the 90s, videos were huge. I remember Teen Spirit. I remember all the, the uh, Pearl Jam videos and the Grunge days. That was when I grew up, right? Metallica's videos. Oh, yeah. But I don't remember ever seeing any Iron Maiden videos. Like, they just, it was not, it just, it was not dominant in that media. Yeah,
1: I remember seeing them, like, here and there, but like, I don't know, they, you'd see them, but.
0: Not much music, barely ever.
1: Yeah, I I don't know.
0: All I remember was Run to the Hills was the only one.
1: The Trooper. uh, Can I Play with Madness? I mean, that was on all the time. On the Power Hour, you'd see Maiden all the time. Um, what else? Two minutes to midnight. I mean, that was a pretty cool video, and that I mean, I like that video. That was on a lot. Yeah. Guys, like,
0: uh, basically, what I'm saying to you is, but is I'm gonna start Iron Maiden TikTok, make myself a millionaire. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, ooh, everyone's gonna be like, Josh's tickety talks are amazing. They're off the charts. He shows Iron Maiden for eight seconds. I can't wait to hear more. It's like, no, you know, the the mediums are so, have so changed. You know, I would love to see them do, yeah. You know, well, no, I I just want them to keep making music and let let content creators do the other stuff, but I don't see any value in these these
1: videos. Yeah, well, it's funny because like people always say like about Maiden, and people always talk like Maiden, you know, without any play from, uh, you know, they didn't get any attention from MTV or radio or whatever. If you look up uh, MTV. Yeah. and you look up the first day that yeah the very first day so everyone knows the very first the video killed the radio star by the buggles was the very first video ever played on mtv yeah. i think they played either five or six iron maiden videos on the first day of mtv broadcasting i know they played Wrathchild. really uh, i'd have to look it up
0: yeah and for for our uh, newer listeners who, who don't know how crazy you were back in the day, or for any, look, we can rehash a few stories now anyway. We've had enough of a <laughs> yeah. we've had enough of a time off, uh, but there, our our local actually, I'll tie it into to something else. Uh, the, our local DJ jlac oh yeah, at uh, at K Rock. <laughs> so you you actually send them messages or like you're not playing enough. Ironing, oh, I did that once. Yeah, and they, Yeah, because every time Iron Maiden hits, it goes into a counter, and then you graph it out every month or two, and you send it to him. He's an awesome dude. Right.
1: Well, I haven't actually sent it to him. Uh I did did that once as like half a joke. But I do have an app that's running, and it monitors our local uh, rock station, and it sends an alert to my phone every time they play Iron Maiden. And I can go to... I can open up this app and see a graph of how much... Iron Maiden is trending Maiden over, time, over time over
0: the last five years. Yeah, I remember. I remember we were in your shed having a beer, and then you were like, "Josh, Iron Maiden's down five percent over the last quarter." I'm like you're the only guy I know who tracks Iron Maiden plays on the radio. But the best part is, is Jay Lack is a musician, and he's got a concert coming up, and I got some tickets. We're going. To, he's doing a Chris Cornell night. Oh, Deadly. At local, uh, I yeah, so we that got out. that sorted. Yeah, so that's awesome. But yeah, no, I, I absolutely, uh, I, I don't really care about the video. But uh, back to the song. The song is fantastic. Yep. One of my favorites on the whole album. It's not my favorite, but it's one of my favorites.
1: I, I will say that now, but looking at the track list and looking at some of the songs that are coming up, mm. I don't know if it's in my top three. It might be, but it might not Ooh, be because there's so say. much coming up to talk about on this album to dig there's into. There's so much.
0: So that's Stratego. Yep. Next, we'll do Writing on the Wall. Just a little quick recap because we've already Right. We already
1: it. did a full episode on Writing on the Wall. So yeah. maybe we'll just talk about it live a bit and then go on to. the so next can. episode, we'll do that and then Lost in the Lost World.
0: Yeah. Which I had So So It's, it's going to take a bit of time to get through the album.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> I know. And by the time we're going to be done, it's going to be tour time.
1: Yeah. And we'll uh, know the set list. We should do a live set list mm. uh, reveal episode again.
0: Yeah, yeah. how much fun that was? That's true. Oh, that was so much fun. We will definitely do that. Man, so much fun to be back. It is fun. Anyone who, yeah, and anyone wants to uh, contribute to our show, say anything to us, just email us at talkingmaiden at gmail.com. Go to our website. There's a few ways you can get involved there and send us in some information, give us some ideas and give you a shout out and get you involved with the show. Yeah, and
1: you can leave an audio clip on talkingmaiden.com. I think it's slash talk um you yeah can record. we got a few of those i've been getting a lot of messages and now that we're doing the album i kind of don't want to get into the feedback we'll get through the album and then we'll go through all the feedback after because i don't want to spend Absolutely. like 10 minutes at the beginning of, before we get into like the sinjitsu stuff i don't want to like do all that stuff so we're kind of doing these episodes and then we'll jump back into the feedback after but uh, i'm reading Excellent. everything and Getting back to most people, I know I was such a slacker when we were off there for those for like the year between the writing in the wall and when we started doing this series of episodes. I used to be so like anal about making sure every single person that wrote me, I wrote back. Right, and well, then yeah. I kind of was like, "Oh, I'll get back to that person." And then it got, and then next thing I knew, I think there's a bunch of people that I never wrote back. So sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah, it becomes a numbers game.
1: Well, it was just more that I was out of the habit, and we weren't in the podcast. Like, you know what I mean? My head wasn't in it, so they. Yeah, you know, totally. Because I had a routine where I used to like check and email, email people and look up anything, any Iron Maiden news every day, and I kind of got out of the habit. So I'm kind of getting back into my Iron Maiden game now. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Nesbit's back at it. Deep dives, perfect. Well, takemaiden.com. You can get us there. Until next time, up the irons, down the hops.